This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, hello, everyone. If you're tuning into this at the exact moment it goes out, you are officially listening at the best moment or the best time of the week. What time is that, Mr. Cam Felton? 3pm uh, on a Saturday-ish. Nathan Edge, why is that the best time of the week? Because... Mansfield Matters is back, and football is sort of here. That's exactly the response that I was looking for. Yes, football is no more um, for now, until probably at least at the end of April following today's statement. The ironic thing is, the time right now, when we're recording this, anybody want to have a guess without looking? Nathan, you're sat opposite me. Do you want to have a little guess? got to be 6.30-ish. Uh, it's 6.30 on the nose we've never done that we have never ever done that uh, there is a reason for that this is not going out until saturday so this won't make sense to you at the moment the reason we're doing that is because saturday three o'clock is the happiest time of the week for any football fan and sometimes for mansfield fans depending on which turn team turns up because of the lack of football we've all been bored and we're unable to bring you the usual mansfield matters podcast now we came together as a collective and we have to give credit here to the man who's not sat around this table in Simon Mercer. He said, let's do something at Saturday at three o'clock, you know, to sort of bring football back-ish. So we came up with the idea of doing a podcast and putting something out in audio form, at least in audio form, every single Saturday at three o'clock. So that is what we're going to do from here on in until the football season returns, probably. We say probably because we don't know how long it's going to be. That could be a long time. It could be a long time. I don't really think I've got that much content in there. We've got no football until at least the 30th of April. But then again, it could also, there could still be the events ban, which could apply and then... Yeah, and then if it eats into June, I'm on holiday and my 100% record is going to go. All of that's going to come up. <laughs> you think uh, you're on holiday? Yeah, Maybe. Well, possibly. Probably not. Probably not. Haven, I've closed for a bit. Anyway, we'll come on to that in a little while. Um, the whole point of this podcast, as I say, is to bring you something in audio form at the very least at three o'clock every single Saturday to bring back that great feeling that we all get as football fans, as sports fans at three o'clock on a Saturday. For this very first one, we are filming it. If you're watching this, fantastic. That means all three cameras worked and I've managed to put something together. If you're not and you're just listening to it, 
unlucky. Um, but but that's pretty much it. Um, we are going to title this as a bit of a new series. We'll come up with a name for it at some point. The bell is on the table somewhere. I'm sure we'll find that. And every time we think of a name, we have to press the bell and come up with name the name uh, for this series of the podcast. Yes, Cam. I only did that because Nathan couldn't find it. Yeah, I was like, okay, right, fair play. It was here uh, a minute ago. Fair play. Uh, right, <laughs> so, in front of you. right, so we will uh, do that. If we come up with a name for this podcast at some point, we'll press the bell and yada, 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 bish, bash, box. Anyway, rambling. Onwards with the show. What is this series, mini-series, going to consist of? I hear you ask. I hear you shout. I hear you bellow. It will be us three, if we're allowed to come together. Us four, maybe, if Simon's allowed out to play and we're all allowed out as a as a collective, as a country, to come out and play. We'll be talking about random stuff, maybe our memories, things like that, um, best matches. We might even come up with a bit of a, a fake match or something to talk about. We'll come up with something to entertain you, which is the point. Um, it may also, and I'm hoping touch will cross fingers and all that, uh, include some old uh, players. We, like we did the Stag Story series, we might bring that back, interview some ex-players. I've got a couple in the pipeline, fingers crossed that I've messaged today to see if they're up for it. Um, it might be talking to some of you guys. I did a bit of a Facebook Live earlier in the week. It might be talking to some of you guys about your favourite Stag's memories. Anything, basically, that we can do to put out as content, whether it's five minutes or an hour or 90 minutes long, we will put together and put that out every single Saturday-ish until football is back. That is our promise to you. Let's stop rambling. Let's play the brand new theme tune. Yet unnamed mini series of Mansfield Matters where we take on COVID 19 and bring you some form of football content. If you're joining us for the very first time and COVID 19 has led you here, my name is Craig Priest. Around the table, yes, we are going around the table next to each other because social distancing and that. Um, and we wanted to make it sound more of a podcast, which is why we've got proper microphones, headphones, and all that. Around the table, we have Mr. Nathan Edge. Good afternoon. Slash evening, slash morning, whenever you're listening to it. And Mr. Cam Felton. Hello. That's all you get from him. Uh, there you go. Man of few words. Man of very few words. This very first podcast, obviously, we thought we would talk about the thing which is most prominent at the moment. And it's trying to answer the questions, what the hell is, ha- is happening to the football season and what the hell should happen to the football season? Let's first and foremost, in bullet points... Uh, get the opinions of those around the table. If you want to get involved with this, obviously we're not live, so you can't leave a comment in the description, but you can tweet us or leave a comment on uh, the articles which we post, and we might come back to them next time around. That might be something for as well. Let's go around the table and get your general thoughts. I'm going to start with uh, Nathan Edge, the man who... Uh, I'm sure has got a very vested interest in what COVID-19 is doing for us at the moment. man who's just started up his own business and uh, one in which I'm sure will be affected in many ways by it. But in terms of Saturday afternoons, in terms of the football season, what do you think should happen? Um, That's the big question that everybody's asking, isn't it? And it's very hard to say because we don't know how long it's going to go on for. 
So I think that is going to be the de deciding factor. If it goes on a few months, then personally, I think resume it and, and finish it. There's not actually that many games left to finish. So I think it's uh, it's doable. I've always wanted the football season to be in the summer anyway. So that makes me happy. I can go, go to a match with a... Uh, we're not having to wear the big coat, so I'm happy with that. Um, so that that's my what I would say is a fair way of doing it. If not, the season would have, you know, if it say it was going to go on for longer, I think Neil and Void and start again next year. Cam Felton. Uh, first and foremost, I think we we do need to say like state we need to stay safe. We need to make sure that our players, the staff, um, of the club, as and and more importantly, the fans and and the. The off-field staffs of people, like your kiosk, your office workers, we need to prioritise uh, health and safety over football, unfortunately, and that's and that's how it's going to be over the next few months. So it's right that we've uh, suspended the season um, and currently closed the One Call Stadium, as have a lot of other clubs at this precise moment. I think, having read the statement earlier about was it eight thirtieth of April guaranteed no football until at least then and they said something what did you for say something like 30th of june they've got to be done by yeah. we'll come across this later but uh, when you're thinking you've got um, two months to fit in what have we got left nine games we've got nine. three months of fixtures to fit in roughly if you didn't want to play unless you're playing saturday tuesday every week yeah, it, it's it's going to take its toll on 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 players, and it's not going to be the same quality of football. It, it would have to be a Saturday Tuesday bare minimum, to be honest. To, yeah, for it to actually work. Well, so. for, for some clubs in in the lower divisions, this the the storm that happened, the storms that happened last month, had got them playing Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Tuesday. I think Matlock were doing that for the next few weeks. Yeah, they, obviously lot, they don't have to do that now. A lot looking at double headers as well and applying to the leagues. Like you know, if they've still got them to play twice, you know, can it be a, a one-off fixture? Can it be worth six points, two points, whatever? Um, look like an aggregate score. Yeah, it, it's it's very very interesting to see how that will prevail. But I think what's important for us to do now, obviously, we've got we're at a slight disadvantage already here by the fact that at the moment it's you know six forty on Thursday night and a lot could have changed between now and when this goes out at three o'clock on Saturday. So let's start by going to that statement which Cam referred to earlier and uh, you know just having a little bit of a read of that and uh, bringing you up to speed with where we are now and what we're talking about. So the English football authorities have released the following statement. The FA, Premier League, EFL and women's professional game together with the PFA and LMA understand we are in unprecedented times and our thoughts with everyone affected by COVID-19. We are united in our commitment to finding ways of resuming the football season and ensuring all domestic and European club league and cup matches are played as soon as, as it is safe and possible to do so. We have collectively supported UEFA in postponing Euro 2020 to create space in the calendar to ensure domestic and European club league and cup matches have an, increasing, have an increased opportunity to be played and in doing so maintain the integrity of each competition. The FA's rules and regulations state that the season shall terminate not later than the 1st of June and each competition shall, within the limit laid down by the FA, determine the length of its own playing season. However, the FA's board has agreed 
for this limit to be extended indefinitely for the 2019-2020 season in relation to professional football. Additionally, we have collectively agreed that the professional game in England will further be postponed until no earlier than the 30th of April. The progress of COVID-19 remains unclear and we can reassure everyone that the health and welfare of players, staff and supporters are our priority. We will continue to follow government advice and work collaboratively to keep the situation under review and explore all options available to find ways of resuming the season when the conditions allow. We would like to re-emphasise that our thoughts are with everyone affected by COVID-19. So that's a statement issued by the EFL and the governing bodies uh, today on uh, the 19th of March. It's, as I say, about 6.40 as we uh, uh, record this at the moment. So in a nutshell, what that basically means for Mansfield Town, because that, this is what we, we're for, we're solely concentrating on Mansfield Town here for the moment. What this means, Nathan Edge, is that all fixtures are postponed for, for basically this season. But reading into that statement, this season, from when you read between the lines, will finish in some way, shape or form. Yeah, basically that's what they're saying. Obviously, the the fact that the, I think the key point there is, obviously, usually the season has to be terminated by the 1st of July, uh, 1st of June, sorry. But that the fact that that's been extended indefinitely... Um, pretty much sets out this at the moment that's what they, they plan on doing is finishing the season at some point when it will be is nobody can predict that at the moment so um, obviously that's all going to depend on how we as a country take on you know this this virus and and how quickly we can recover so it's 100 percent. i think that is they're, they're doing things the right the right way um, I don't think we're going to see football for a while. I'm already missing it. It's only been a what two, three weeks. It's awful. Makes you realise how much uh, it, it means to I think as the supporters. But but the bottom line is it's just a game. Um, I mean there are livelihoods at stake as well with with jobs and things. So we do have to consider that. But sport is just a game, and there's more important things about people's health and, um, and, and you know and loved ones. So it's the right decision. Absolutely, and whilst I echo those sentiments, it's for the for the purpose of discussion and debate. Cam, they've obviously reading between the lines as we say, extending the season, it will finish. Is that the right and fairest thing to do, or would you rather that it was knocked on the head and the the, the governing bodies came up with some way of concluding this in terms of those who? Are relegated and promotion because for us it, it, it's by the by we wouldn't I don't think any of us would genuinely care if Mans if this terrible season for Mansfield was called to a halt declared null and void or whatever because in our own minds once it's finished however it finishes that is what we will do to it because we've not been successful but if this was a year ago and we were in the top three where we were at this stage we would be having a, a lot more thought process and, and more care going into it wouldn't we? Yeah, and you've got to look at this from different viewpoints. You've got to look at look at it from a from a government standpoint. You've got to look at it as because when you host events, matches, whatever, you've got to have police. You've got to have um, NH some form of NHS staff, whether that's paramedics, uh, ambulance, or uh, St John's ambulance being there. So that's putting stress onto. Um, onto our already stretched emergency services. So it's not fair to just say to them, right, when when this is sort of relatively stabilised, 
right now you've still got to go and do all your all these events and you've got to work Saturday, Tuesday until whenever we see fit. That's not fair on them. And then you look at it from a football viewpoint and do you say null and void, forget it, but then you look at the teams that are top of the league, so someone like Liverpool, not won the league in 30 years, they're going to be wanting to finish this season, they want to be title, going to be promoted. You look in the Championship, Leeds and West Brom, anyone that's in the top two, three promotion champions are going to say, we, we, need, we need to finish this season. But but do you do, do the whole thing of just repeat the fixtures that have already happened? So if you've already played a team, just give the team, like if you won that game, you get three points. If you drew it, you get a point each. If you lost, it, it, it's, so like you repeat the season based on what's already been played. Okay, I'm going to set you a task now. Seeing as that's your suggestion, I'd like you... To We'd finish about where we are now. Well, but... that's that's what I'm going to get you to work out. I would li- I would like you. I'm going to talk to Nathan for the next five minutes or so. It's going to need longer than that. That is a very difficult task. It is a very difficult task, but we can also pause this and edit it so it sounds like it took two seconds. Okay. Because so, it is a podcast record. Uh, the sheet of results, by the way, is on the table somewhere. If, if that would uh, help you, that might give you a, a more of an indication. That clattering sound is can being careless, even though it comes from a radio background and should know better. Uh, he's done it again. Oh, he I only just moved it. Uh, there you go. Uh, so Cam's task is to now figure out on his suggestion that you go back to the halfway point where you've played everybody at 23 games and figure out uh, where Mansfield would be if those points were to be doubled and I want to know goal difference goals scored and goals against please as well no, so I do points. Do, does it not mean as in the game that it's team very, got left that you... it's, it's very easy to work out goals goals scored and goals well, against because yeah, yeah he's just doubled but I don't know if you can if you can find a table for the halfway point then that would be table easy. For now, that'd or... be easy for you. Best thing I would uh, probably say is uh, see if you can find a halfway point table, and uh, if you can't, use a bit of paper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to Cam in a little bit. Uh, Nathan, obviously, uh, what do you make of, of Cam's suggestion there? Then to go back to the halfway point um, and have played a twenty-three game season, those who were were in the top three get promoted those who are in the bottom three or whatever whatever it is for your division uh, go down what do you make of that what would you make of that proposal would you be behind it would you vote for it or do you think it's absolutely ludicrous um I, to be honest i would work it out by based on what's left of the season so what we're saying nine games left so who have we got in there swindon um i'm gonna this is gonna really it's going to it's test going to you. Tricky, it's going to test you, but I will find out for you as yes. well. So, so obviously we've got X amount of. So we've got those teams there. I think it should be more look at what the results were in those games, and finish it with those. Because some people, some teams would have had a really good January or February, um, put put a good string of results together. So thinking into our league, for example, um, well, probably the opposite spectrum. But Forest Green have had an awful couple of months. Okay, I realise that I've given Cam quite a hard task well, there. Yeah. Based on this, we would actually only finish with 47 points, which is nine more than what we've got at the moment. Okay, so then you have to start, then in, in your, for your scenario, you would have so to I'm then look at Stevenage Ma- and, and where they were. Walker and Stevenage, yeah. below us. Yeah, you'd have to look at where they were. So and... either, we'd be roughly where we are now, so it wouldn't be the end of the world, but then it, it still constitutes the season being complete in some way 
Yeah. Because you could, fair enough, you could say, oh, well, we'd play different in this game. But then you'd say to a team that's down near the bottom that might have got a really good result against one of the big teams and say, well, we'd play exactly the same in that game. Well, let's go to Nathan's theory. And obviously, Nathan's, a, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, is a slight disadvantage. So I can't give Nathan this task to do. So I'm going to give it you to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to read out the last what our last scheduled fixtures are. Uh, and I'd like you to go on Nathan's theory, which in a nutshell, Nathan was... So basically, whatever games we've, whoever we've got left to play, you would get the points based on what you did there against them early in the season. Would you, for clarity, would you go for the exact scoreline as well? So that yes. affects goals scored and, and goals con- and goals for. I think goals so. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was roughly basing my idea off. But then I thought, what's the point in? I know we've already played games already, but it just make it fairer to do it as a half season. See, I don't think it does, though, because obviously January, people made sign-ins, people let, uh, clubs let players go, which is a part of... That is a part of a season. Some some teams do well for the first half, drop off second half, a.k.a. Stags last year. Yeah, um, and I think, I think our, our squad is completely different yeah. to where it was. I think this is a discussion we'd have had if we'd have been playing. Uh, our squad is completely different to where it was, you know, in December and in November time etc manager so, different for one well exactly uh, so let me give you those fixtures then Cam and then you can look back at these results and you can work things out based on that so what you need to do for clarity is I'm going to give you the fixtures of who we've got left you need to look at the result the last time we played those teams and then you need to add on any points and goals accumulated from those nine games to the current total where we sit now in the football league does that make sense Vaguely. Vaguely. Do you want me to dumb it down a no, little bit no, more? No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, so, uh, let's do it game by game. Uh, and I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what we'll do. I will... I'll do the points for you. So, what? how many points are we currently on at the moment? Uh, we're on 38 points. So, we're on, 30, we're on 38 points at the moment. We'll work it out based on points. Goal difference and that, I don't think, comes into it too no. much, does it? Um, so, let's base it on points. Uh, our next fixture, uh, after the Northampton win, uh, would have been crew at home. So how did we do at Crew away, basically? I it believe was, we got point. Yeah, it was one all draw, the game that John Dempster got sacked. Correct. Uh, so so that takes us on to 39. Next fixture would have been Salford away. We didn't. We, we lost to Salford, so we home. stay on 39. Uh, Warsaw at home, that was a win away at Warsaw. Yes, it was, 2-1. So that, takes us, that would take us to 42, uh, followed by Colchester away. Uh, that was a four, no, a three-two loss. So uh, we're still on forty-two. Swindon uh, at home would have been the rearranged fixture from the Waterlog pitch game, uh, which was due to take place at the end of March. So Swindon we at home lost one-nil. Lost one-nil. So we're still on forty-two points. Uh, into the last month of fixtures now, April. Nathan, I'm going to come to you see if you can remember some of the uh, some of the results from these ones before Nathan, uh, before Cam, sorry, um, reads out what they, what they were, and I add up the points. Macclesfield at home, so Macclesfield away. How do we do at Macclesfield away? Was there a draw? If I remember right, Cam. Uh, yeah. Draw. So that's plus one point, which takes us to 43. Stevenage away followed uh, the Macclesfield game. That was also a draw, two-two. So, yeah, another point. Uh, it takes us to 44. Exeter at home. That was a defeat. Yes. Yeah, so away at Exeter we lost, so no points added on. Uh, Scunthorpe away would have been the final away game of the season. Win. That was a win, so... Was it a 2-0 win? Was it a win, Cam? 
yes. you've got to confirm these. Uh, it takes us to 47. Can we reach that magical 50-point mark? Uh, Crawley at home, final game of the season, scheduled game of the season. How did we do away? Oh, was that a draw? I can't, I'm trying yeah, to remember now. I feel like it was, a, it was like a 1-1 oh, draw. Oh, no, it was uh, a loss. One oh, we did one lose, yeah. loss. So, on your theory, Nathan, on the nine games to go, the points from what we got, we'd finish on 47 points. Would that be, again, would that be enough to keep us up if you were doing that with uh, the likes of Stevenage, the likes of Macclesfield below us? Which risk would you take? Because either or, I think, Cam, what would you, what would, points would you have finished on on yours, on your 20, on your double uh, what we had at the halfway nine, mark? Nine more points, wasn't it? it? It would literally be about the same. We No matter which way mine or Nathan's, we would end up roughly being the same. Because between... The start of the season and the middle of the season, we've I think we've won roughly about the same as what we have between now and um, now and uh, December. Basically, we've roughly. been consistently rubbish. Yeah, we've really. just been consistently <laughs> poor all season. We really have, haven't we? It's it's been so such so, a bad season. So it doesn't matter which method you chose, we would roughly be about the same position based on other results going exactly the same as well we would the, the table would roughly finish how it is for, for, for me the, the only method i i really wouldn't want to see is finishing it as it is now because i just don't just think null and it, void. even though it makes no so nil and void would be different nil and void for me would be as in start again next next season with teams the same in the same team, league so 23 league 23 what, team league in yeah, league one what i wouldn't want yeah, to see is, is, is finish it now with the same points so the people that go up go up and people that go down go down because i just people this teams have played different amount of games so it's not fair people have had more chance to get more points and and, and vice versa when people have played different teams so you've probably got teams that are you know who are bottom of the league like like stevenage for example you'd expect three points out of that and the teams that have that have played them twice, and the teams that haven't. So, for me, finishing it as it is and having the promotions and relegations stay as they are right now would be the worst scenario for me. And can you imagine if you were Crew, Swindon, and, and Plymouth? Because the one thing you you do in that is, yeah, it's fine. You would have three teams to go up and X amount to come down or whatever, which would be fine as you do at the end of a normal season. But the one thing you, you can't factor in is the playoffs because the playoffs are so unpredictable. What you'd have That's to prove last season. What you'd have to do, I guess, is, you know, is it fourth place, seventh in, in our leagues? Or it's fourth, yeah, fourth, fourth, seventh, yeah. fifth, sixth. So I guess what you'd have to do in our league is Exeter would have, it would have to be the two results, Exeter versus Northampton, which you then couldn't do because they've not played, probably not played each other twice. The probability is that they've not played each other twice. You'd have to do the same with Cheltenham and Colchester. The winner from those two would then have to face each other and then it'd be a one-off game. And how do you determine that? Do you do the aggregate scores? It's impossible to do for the playoffs. But imagine being Exeter in, in fourth and saying, right, you finish where you are. If you're in the top three, you go up. If you're in the playoffs, you stay where you are. Imagine being Exeter and being, what, being, what are they, two, what, four points off the top three. You'd be... You'd be fuming. You'd be absolutely fuming. And imagine being Swindon, who've played a game less than Crew. Exactly. They yeah. were on the same amount of points. They'd argue that they were the champions. It's such a complicated it's, it, thing. That's Finishing why I it think now, it's not an option. Yeah. To, to, to do it as absolutely it not an as option. it is now with the points tally. So I, for me, that's what it has to be one or one or the other. As in, you're completely right off the season, which I don't think is a very good option. I don't think that'll happen. 
Uh, so I think it really has to be finish it, but it's just a matter of when. I'll say in our league, when it comes to promotion and relegation, it would finish the way it is. The top three are three points ahead of Exeter in fourth. Um, Stevenage are down at the bottom. They're 10 points behind Morecambe, but they've got a game in hand, so they're not going to overtake that. And Port Vale in eighth, who are just outside the playoffs, are a point behind Northampton in seventh, played the same amount of games. Yeah, but imagine so, being Forest Green in 11th, having played a game less, knowing well, be, they could get in there. Yeah, definitely. Our league isn't as tight as others. Well, yeah, you look at League One. Like, league, there's, yeah. How many teams are in that? Is it like three points in the top like six, seven teams or something daft like that? Yeah. You'd be, you'd be well happy if you were a, um, a, a commentary fan. But if you're someone like, um, I think I think they keep bringing up uh, Tranmere, I think they're in the relegation zone, but they've got games in hand and could claw themselves out of it. Hmm. So it, then you've got to look at, at those games and it's like, well, how, how then do you determine uh, the results and is it fair that they get their points given to them even though they've not actually played the game? Well, exactly. That's why I... That's why I personally think that it's just ridiculous. It, it wouldn't it's... be a fair way and I don't and I know we just obviously spent a bit of time discussing this whole looking back at previous results things but that's also not fair really because as I mentioned earlier January teams change we've changed so who's to say that we would play I don't know Stevenage again and, and not win I know it makes no difference to us in the season because we're probably you know, we're not going to go up and we're not going to go down that's um, you know nearly nailed on but different teams higher up, those games could mean so much. So I don't know the results, for example. Let's just say um, Port Vale, obviously they're, they're a point or two outside the, the, the playoffs. If you went back to, say they hit, hit bad form and they, they played Stevenage early in the season, but the, the point is is that now they probably would beat them. And it's, so it's not fair even to, to do it on assumptions. I think it either has to be played at the end of the season whenever that would be. I think that... The whole thing is, like you said, to, to finish it now, um, as is, would be absolute madness because there's so many permutations you've got to try and work out. The, and I think that's what the EFL have sort of, going back to that statement, that's sort of what they're saying, isn't it? They're sort of saying there's too, mu- there's too many possibilities to finish it now, so we will finish it in sh- some way, shape or form now. The Premier League, in, in their division, they were talking about one-way around it would be to play behind closed doors and have all games televised with some games taking place you know on the same day at neutral venues and things like that to try and get them finished what about that idea if you rolled that down the leagues i can see a flaw which which is why i'd hate it but also i, I think on the other side of it I'm, i wouldn't be too disheartened because it's getting it out of the way but what about you nathan would you be a fan of if they came out and said right we've got this We've got this block. Every team has got either, um, you know, nine or or ten games left to play. We've got this two-week block to to play them. We're going to shorten the match time potentially, and you know, play two or three games in a day. Um, we'll come up with some rules around it as well, around substitutions. But nailing it down, essentially, they're saying all games will be played behind closed doors and televised. Would you be behind that idea? for Skybet League 2 and in particular for Mansfield Town? Yes and no. So you've got you've still got the same issue, the fact that you've then got 22 players on a pitch. What the hell is your reason for 
I forgot that was going to happen. Sorry about what that. What on earth just happened there? Adverts. Yeah, uh, I was basically lining up uh, the interview from John Radford. And, uh, oh, okay. I'll edit this bit out. Um, so, yeah. So um, what was I saying? Um, I'm going to go back. Do you want me to ask the question? just go back to the start. Okay. Yeah. What was the question? Give me again. So, Hang on, wait, I'm gonna okay. let, so there's a, vi- a visible... So, yeah, we've we've talked about the Premier League and, and what they could potentially do in terms of playing games behind closed doors and things like that uh, and putting it on TV. Stripping that down to League Two, Nathan Edge, what would your feelings be behind that in terms of seeing Mansfield Town play behind closed doors but have those games televised so in some way, shape or form we could still watch them? I think in one hand it would be good because then we can just get the season done and draw a line under it. And, and it's a fresh start then for, for next season, which is obviously, um, for us anyway, it would be a great thing because there's nothing lying on our season. But you look at other clubs and you wouldn't say that's a very good thing. So if, imagine if we were up there like last year. You want to be a part of it, don't you? You want to be a part of possibly promotion or, in our case, not promotion. Um, so so I, I yes, to get the season done, but pro- probably not because it's not, Again, not fair on those teams that are going through something special. But then you've also got the other aspect of it. And we, and right at the top of the show, we spoke about the, the important thing about the fact that people are are, are well and healthy and, and safe. And then if we go ahead with the games, you've got 22 players plus more with you know with all the staff and things like that. We were working this out the other day. We were saying like 22 players. You're looking at your management team, which adds probably about another 10 yep. realistically for each club. Um, so that's what 30, 40 odd before you've even started. Then you're looking at broadcasting it. Even if you strip it down to one cameraman and one uh, production operative, you're still hitting uh, around 50 in a stadium yeah. purely and it, to do it. And, and people will be like, oh, they're, they're running around on the pitch. It's unlikely, but they're also going to be in a, in a dressing room together, all of them before the match and after the match and, and things like that. So, you know, we, 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 we talk about the importance of, of, of not running these matches because obviously there's, a, there's such a high risk of contamination and, and, and well you know and transferring the, the infection so you know it's you're still running that risk so it's kind of like is it is it worth it and I, I'd say probably not and then you look at if you were going with the idea of the Premier League of facilitating everything on um, neutral venues if you had say a League 2 day or weekend in uh, whatever month to play uh, every, every uh, a full fixtures list where would you have it because there's only so many grounds in the country that can actually facilitate enough teams to be able to behind have behind closed doors now it's, could... it's interesting this but sorry to cut you off but sorry. in my job obviously I deal with a lot of tournament football for younger kids which obviously representing Mansfield town um I was quite un- we were quite unfortunate actually to be at Port Vale Fantastic facility behind Port Vale's ground, actually, a leisure centre, um, where we were playing the Utility Kids Cup, obviously trying to fight it out for a, a, a stint at Wembley. We played three games, and then because of the FL directive, it got postponed. Obviously, we played no football uh, after, at, at that point, we played no football um, from there, um, and we all went home. But the point is, that day, there are lots of games being played on different on different pitches all at the same time and things like that and they get through it in shorter bursts and this is what comes comes through comes down to it if i know it's a big if and something that it's 
got to be thought about. And I don't. I guess you don't think about it in men's football as, as much or women's football, eleven-a-side football. What if it was stripped down? The problem you've got is if, like the prem on the Premier League's thing of you know trying to play them all behind closed doors, maybe playing more than one game in a day, etc., etc. You've only got X amount of players in the squad who were fit and able to play. You know, one game. Some of our players, let's face it, struggle to play one game in a month, let alone, uh, you know, two or three games in a day. What if you stripped it down and made it a bit more tongue-in-cheek, competitive, and called it the COVID-19 Cup, right? With those, you finish your league fixtures and the, the points you get are allowed in the league. Make it like eight aside on a smaller pitch. Because you could have two teams play, you can have two games going at once, well, you, or four games going at once. You host it somewhere like St George's Park yeah. or the Etihad Campus, yeah. the way they've got these what massive pitches. No, this is a brilliant idea. That's brilliant. This it's, is a cracking idea. You might as well like just the, finish it on back. FIFA at this rate. The way we—that's a fair point. It's I like, was coming to that. It's <laughs> like going back to Masters football. Yes, it is. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, because you've got all this. It makes sense because you've got this squad, a limited amount of squad. Um, to play all these games, but if you reduce the number of players on the pitch, that means you've got more players available to play. You play shorter games. You can of play like all half... your better players. Yeah, bear, you bear, can... bear with me a minute, guys. I'm just going to go on to uh, NHS Online and see if uh, make Sim- symptoms, symptoms do laliness because that's what's going off <laughs> here. I think if you, you look at you, logistics-wise, it would make sense. It's a great sense. idea. It would make sense. You've got less risk. Of injury because yeah, it's just it's, a kick about, and it's a smaller time game as well. It's maybe fifteen minutes each way. You play it on a, play it on a three G. Yeah, play it on a three G. Put it down to like futsal rules. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> roll on, roll off subs. You can, you can, you have to have a squad of eleven each game. It's eight aside plus sub plus subs, right? Yeah. So eight starting players plus the rest of the maths cam. So, what, oh, are you Jesus. talking about having Wait, multiple? That's not cough. Oh, it's definitely not. Talking about having multiple teams at, at one venue. Yeah. So everyone. Well, 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 I, I know. So, I know. Well, you got I a know. floor. There's a floor I in the plan. There's a floor in the plan. But, I know there's a big floor in the plan. But if you look at somewhere, yeah, but like, what a idea. <laughs> if you look at somewhere like St George's Park, how many pitches that has that place got? Absolutely. 15? We're not saying. Yeah, we're not saying that they've got to all be condensed onto, you know, four games going off on one pitch like these kids tournaments are we're saying that all of these games can be played at the same time at a venue which is spread around across all these acres so we're not the gate the teams aren't being and games aren't being played in the close proximity which we're sat they're played spread around i'll say st george's park they've got one pitch indoors and then all their pitches outdoors and then the only other facility that's like competing at the same sort of level is what manchester city have got at the etihad yeah, you, and, and that's got an indoor pitch, full-size indoor pitch, and then a whole nother stadium yeah. that, where their women's team play, and then also uh, their academy complex. Which it is, is doable. It works. It is doable. No. It's Eight madness, aside, but it works. With a couple of subs, roll on, roll off, and you know you, you, three, you play your games 15 minutes each way, pretty much five-a-side rules or whatever, Get it all, get it televised. You can red button it. Sky had make red a, button it. Yeah, Sky had make a massive profit. Well, you we don't get, want you, Sky you get, making a profit. How no. about how about it's televised through oh, right. iPlayer? It's Ten pound for the day, like it would be for a match anyway. See, he's on board. Money's now, going to the club. He's on, but yeah, he's no, on board it's a stupid now. idea. No, now we've created. No, now we've created an idea no, to, to pump revenue back flawed. into the club. Because it's the, not flawed. you wouldn't have to pay like per match. You could pay a package. So you're playing. Uh, say 
20, 23 games over a couple games. of weeks. Are you doing the whole season now? Not playing the whole all season. We're simply talking right. about playing the last nine right. games. Last game of the season. So you split it over three weekends. Split it out, put a package. You can watch every game, 25 quid. And, yeah, oh, and you play, say you've got, say for arguments that you've got nine games to go, right? You play three, all the 24, all the 24 teams in League Two go to St. George's Park and play all, and play three games on Saturday. Can I, can I on, stop here? Uh, no, let I, me finish, let oh. me finish, and then I'll come to you. <laughs> okay. On the Tuesday or Wednesday, they then go to uh, the Etihad Complex and play another three games. All 24 teams play another three games, and then on the Saturday, they go to another venue, or one of the two which they've already been at, and they play the remaining three, three or four games on that day. Yeah, those results. So on the first one, we play the, the three fixtures we've got to play. We play Crew, Salford, and Warsaw. Right. Next three: Colchester, Swindon, Macclesfield, and then and then the rest. All right. So then you, you play you play all these games. The points would stand. They go into the Skybet League Two uh, league table as is, and then at, at the end of it, the team that's won all the most games or whatever in that little in that mini league, if you like, gets. A cup, which is in the shape moulded of somebody wearing a mask, and it says COVID nineteen cup. Genius. No, if you're going to go through all that effort. Why don't we just play the games like you normally would, and just make them sixty minutes Monday, because, Tuesday, Thursday? No, because, three weeks. We're also still done. Because, because this idea which we've just come up with, me and I can't believe Cam's had a good idea. This oh, is thanks. I know he hasn't. This, he has. Neither of you have. We have. It's brilliant. This, this idea which we've put together. I, is is excellent because it pumps revenue back into clubs. The one thing that COVID nineteen is going to do for football clubs is absolutely kill staff, playing staff, etc. We haven't even spoke about the fact that playing probably staff probably the wrong word well, to not... use. Kill. <laughs> yeah. But, Awkward. One minute. No, it doesn't. Why? Because this definitely if we had back in. if no yeah it does. But if we also finish the nine games at home, well, you know, as, as normal, say make them 60-minute games, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, £5 per match, it's still bringing, or £10 per match, like it normally is on iPhone, still bringing in revenue. And it's just not a stupid idea. You yeah, might be able was, to hear in the well, background podcast dog uh, barking. Yeah. I've got podcast dog for, for a while, keeping me com- uh, company whilst I'm in He's just trying to uh, tell you isolation. how barking mad your idea is, and it's just terrible. It's, no, it's, no, it's not. I, I think it's very appalling from no, you to suggest that this is a... It's making me feel uh, a bit rough. Uh, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> very, very I'm bad. howling mad. I, I just think, now, nah, in terms of revenue and entertainment value, this is the best way to and go it forward. And get the season done quicker. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. It the season, does. we, the it season does. would be over before you know. Before it was, it'd be over in time to have a, a, a break as normal, <laughs> and then go again next year and sweep it all in the carpet. Genius idea. I'm, I'm out. Absolute genius idea. We're gonna be millionaires, and you're gonna be doing your doggy day for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll, I'll keep you to it. This is nicely. This is recorded. I'm gonna keep this to you. See I, where I we think once the EFL and, and the governing bodies hear this. They're going to ring me and Cam up and say, lads, this is genius. Help us make this work. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't, I cannot see a flaw in the plan. Okay. I, the, I, can, the I can't only, see a flaw the in the plan. The only flaw I could physically see was logistics, and that was literally just moving players around before we're in self-isolation. But 
Yeah, but we wait who, until after what, selfish. Who, Even if it takes four or five months to get back to a state of playing football again, we will play this mini tournament. Exactly. When we're all fit, all healthy, we can all be together. Oh, if we're all fit it. and healthy, then yeah, of course. we can all go to the matches anyway. Yeah, but think of the travel costs. Think of all that. You'd do, have that regardless. Do we really want to go to Salford? Let's be honest. Yes, I haven't done that ground yet. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Stag, re- Stags fans kind of also went Tuesday night anyway. Oh, that's true. Do we, do, we also, do we really want to go to Scunthorpe away? Stevenage, oh, Colchester. We're really bothered. We're really bothered about dragging <laughs> not, it out. Not this season, I suppose. No, exactly. This is the point. For teams that have been utter crap like us, this is a great way to get it done with and get that deadwood out of the building, is exactly. it not? Would you rather be sat at Glanford Park or sat at home watching football? I'd, no, I'd rather be there. I I'd mean, rather be in attendance, but I'd rather watch it all in one day. I'd rather I'd rather go to St George's it and say right sense. pitch one is Mansfield versus Salford at, at ten o'clock. We uh, even at twelve think... o'clock it's on pitch three. Uh, it's going to be Stags versus Warsaw, and at, at three play, o'clock I, it's going to be. If whatever. you're playing eight aside rules, you can actually fit three of them pitches on one full size pitch. So you could have four. Two... Is it four? Four. You could, oh, quarters. If, oh, you could run them lengthways. Yeah. Like thirds. Yeah, yeah. But you'd only you have two games then, and that's still that. It works. So, so now we, we've gone from sort of not wanting to play eleven aside because obviously there's too many people on one, too many people in one stadium. To now saying we're going to put it on one pitch with four pitches split into no, quarters no, 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 and have about fifty people on a pitch. No, this is stupid. No, because you wouldn't <laughs> need as many staff because your players won't be getting injured as much. So you say you don't even need a physio now because well, yes, there's less do. players. Well, yes, you do, but you wouldn't need. Uh, this is. Unbelievable. Like, someone please just rescue me. Right. Ideas, people, to fill your Saturday afternoons. Obviously, this is the the main idea because, you know, we're going to be here every Saturday-ish until football is back, trying to bring you some content, um, you know, every Saturday at three o'clock because it's the best time of the week. Other ideas, though, to fill your Saturday afternoons because, let's face it, on social media at the moment, Cam, it's been absolutely phenomenal, hasn't it, with what some of the clubs have been doing? Oh, definitely. It's the power of uh, of social media and the power of football bringing people together. And it uh, it was a idea that Leighton Orient came up of, and it was just have a massive FIFA tournament. I think they've got 128 teams from around the world. Five, I think they said something like that. 128 teams, five different continents, all playing FIFA. It's madness. Uh, it, it, it's absolutely incredible. It's funny as hell because. Irrelevant teams in non-league can't take part. <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. There uh, has funny. been some controversy around it surrounding the sponsor, but Mansfield Town are in it. Uh, we are playing. We are going ahead. One Nathan. of the favourites. I think we're one like, of the favourites. Yeah, you can actually bet on it as well. Sky Bet. You can actually bet on it. We'll find now, it now. Not being uh, to be honest, I'm a football manager man, and I commend what they've done because they've made football manager free for a, for a week. However, I'd already paid for it, and I'm already like two or three seasons ahead, so it, it's really <laughs> irrelevant to me. Uh, but I think you know the, what these games do are great to get people going. But what would you what would you think, Nathan? Would you like to see taking this slightly out of tongue-in-cheek and into more ludicrousness. You're not going for the tournament idea, are you? You're <laughs> no, st- you're still I'm not sold on that. Not. Right? What about finishing it on FIFA? Might as well, compared right. to your how, idea. No, how is that a better idea than actually playing proper football and letting the players actually affect what can happen? How is FIFA better than better than real football? Because there's no risk involved at all. 
Well, yes, yeah, true. But where where actually? See, they, one of see them? that? Do you hear that, everyone at home? I said that, and it went silent. He had no answer to my response. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't without swearing. <laughs> I think it's, it's. I think it's fucking mental to be honest. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm literally that was tongue in cheek. No, we cannot finish on FIFA. But it's, this this whole idea from letting Orient like fair play to them. It's a yeah, it's it's a, it's a laugh and a great idea. And I think it's probably what we all need. I'll say they're also they're also raising money for Mind and Who, who are the um, uh, World Health Organization. So it is actually doing some good. I think they've raised over twenty five thousand pounds so far. So in the grand scheme of things, it's not much, but it's it's still positive and it's still bringing people together and we're actually one of the favorites we're when do these games actually go ahead do we know uh they start on monday uh mansfield will play ghent and uh we're actually favorites to win that game and we are one of the favorites to win the, the tournament outright right this, this is in, where this is where i'm showing my age okay as i say i've not played fifa since fifa 07 i occasionally have a game uh when we have the holiday courses when it's on the big screen but i don't really pay much attention to it. FIFA esports now and, and things like that is massive, isn't it? It's absolutely massive. But talk to me how this tournament works then, Cam. You seem to know a lot more about it than than what me and Nathan arguably do. So talk to me about how this works. Uh, so it's um, it's like any other FIFA game, except you are connected to uh, you can connect to near enough anyone around the world. If if you've got a, a an active uh, FIFA account you can play against somebody else on the same platform so PS4 Xbox One um, I think you can also play on uh, the Nintendo one of the Nintendo consoles but uh, the whole idea around it is to make money essentially that's what it was there for that's it, it makes millions in sponsorship per year um, I've just had a look at the odds and we're drifting slightly but we're still up there and it, it literally is just showing the power of football coming together at the, at the time of need. And Are these uh, games live-streamed? or They will be live-streamed. I know, oh, I can't remember his name, sorry. I'll, we'll edit it in, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe Probably not. not. Probably not. <laughs> Ish. No. Um, but <laughs> we, we edit out my mistakes and nobody else's. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um They'll be live streaming it on Twitch, which is uh, a game gaming platform. I've heard of Twitch. Nathan probably hasn't. I literally have never heard of that. I mean, I probably could make a joke, but it's probably not appropriate, (laughs) so I'm not going to do. Yeah, but you two are also dinosaurs, so... Just listen. And then there's also uh, YouTube as well, so if you... I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nathan's got his own YouTube channel. I was was expecting... Nathan and Emma, check it out. There it is. Um... I think it's great. Now let's let's clear something up, and I mean this in the kindest way to a proportion of our listeners. I'm thinking uh, for of one in particular who will be thinking now that a Stags player like Ryan Sweeney or Hayden White or even Graham Cochran himself will be sat there with a PlayStation controller trying to play this game. That is not how it works, is it, Cam Felton? Ish. There are some clubs being represented by fans or professional esports. Uh, some clubs actually are being represented by a player. Um, I think uh, Plymouth, I think they're rep- being represented by George Cooper. I think actually scored against us uh, back in January, but he's representing them. There's a load of other players that are getting involved who are representing their club that are playing. 
Um, so it, it, it you, literally is you could be playing against a professional footballer. Do, do you have to play as your team? Yes. yes. So even so, I know that bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, even it doesn't matter how talented then our player, our gamer might be. We're no, still he's got to play. He's got to play. European. So, yeah. We're still coming up against a European, you know, team. So they're gonna so have much better players with, and stuff. With the set, the way that you can do it, you can change the settings so that every player is like a, a certain rating. Is that so, what they're doing? Yeah, so every every okay. player on the game will be 85 rated, so it is literally a level playing field. So you could be a player. Right. You uh, see, this uh, is why this idea is ridiculous. I mean, it's great for the entertainment value for the younger supporters, which is great, but it's also ridiculous because if we did our idea and played it in a tournament... Oh, my God, he's come back to this. You, you know... Our, just, it's our, if we did, our if idea is supreme, that's why. Yeah, correct. If we did that, you know, it would be... It, It'd be more realistic. This isn't realistic. This now... Re- it wouldn't be even this, more realistic. This, this my gen- idea of doing the games as normal. This, no, it wouldn't. I don't think it would. <laughs> it won't work. When, we're, mate, it won't. When, we're, when we're still in lockdown in October, trying to play these last nine games, Salford away... You, you still can't do your tournament it. in lockdown either. Of course we can. No, well, no, no you yeah, can't. But, but, right. I don't want to get drawn into this argument. It's that never going to end. I, don't, I know. It's going to go on longer really. than COVID-19, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, but... The longer this get, the lockdown goes on, the longer this no football thing comes. comes you just in. want football, don't the, you? Yeah. The more the more realistic our idea of a tournament over three over three days come. If it actually more happens, I'm going to be fuming. Even well, if it's <laughs> nothing like close to what you're saying, you're going to claim it as a tournament, aren't you? That's, yes. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Yeah, well, we agree. I think I think. Can you ring the episode name bell, please, Cam? <laughs> the COVID Cup. Oh no. I think um, Leighton Orient have is called it like the the FIFA Quarren Team yeah, Cup. Yeah, I get it, cause it's the ultimate team, isn't it? Yeah, Quarren. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, a- I, I, I did I did get a bit of amusement out of this whole thing. So um, obviously, I found the the thread on Twitter where Mansfield Town retweeted it or quoted the tweet, whatever. Uh, I did notice a um, a stag supporter who tweeted uh, Mansfield Police. Mansfield Police, basically the Twitter for, yeah, feed yeah. for the Mansfield Police, and said, uh, "Is this okay to go ahead?" Uh, <laughs> so I thought I'd, have, I'd throw a bit of banter in there as well. I said, um, uh, "Announce gate closure." Um, <laughs> to, to which they replied, "What time is kickoff?" So I said, "Probably one p.m." Um, <laughs> and they said, "Sounds serious." Um, something, something along those lines. It was a little bit of banter. Enjoyed it. So I got a bit of amusement out of myself. So I'm, I'm happy. With I mean, that. what what else are you supposed to do all day except sit on Twitter? That's just, it's, it's I mean, basically, that's going to be live point. soon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a genuinely good point. To be fair, um, hopefully we win it. Hopefully, you know, we we get to claim some silverware out of it. I think it's a great initiative what Leighton Orin have have done to keep uh, football fans entertained. Another one though is those who on Saturday afternoon, last Saturday afternoon, were playing tic tac toe and connect four. That was quite <laughs> fun when people were live were, were tweeting along with that. I quite enjoyed that being a. A fan of uh, noughts and crosses and things like that. I quite enjoyed that one. I think that's. Uh, I think there was also s- some teams last week played football manager. Yes, which is yeah, did their whole game as football yeah. manager. Now that is a realistic way to finish is, the season because football yes. manager, as we know, is fact. <laughs> yes, so it is. That, it's. It's very... Using the updates and using the football manager scouting network, you could finish this season by simulation. Yes. I'm done with these ideas. <laughs> Seriously. Brilliant. Do you know what you could call that one? Go on then. The COVID Cup. Oh. Everything's the COVID Cup. <laughs> Just go the COVID Cup. Please do not call this podcast COVID Cup. 
I've rung the bell. You need to come up. You need to beat it now. Your objective. It's the before... COVID Cupcast. Oh, COVID Cast. Yes. I think we might have had a name for the series. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Nathan, you've got to come up with something now, mate, to beat this. Fantastic. Well, going back to the whole who's going to, like, the promotion relegation thing, nobody's going to care about this season if it ever does finish because everyone's just going to think, right, the season's done, you've got promotion, blah, blah, blah. Forget it ever happened, move on, no one mention it. It's going to be a really, whatever happens, so let's just say the most the most likely option, apart from, like, definitely not your tournament idea, the most likely option is... is definitely they, the most likely option, let's be honest. They're going to finish the games at some point, so let's, 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 let's go back to a bit of normality now and let's talk real uh, seriousness, so... We have done for forget, the last half an hour. What are you on about? Are you not forgetting that whole forget section where we lined up, line up the COVID Yes, cup. I'm trying to forget it. Thank you. Um, so the most likely outcome will be they're going to finish the games as as normal at some point in the future. Those games are going to be very strange, aren't they? It's going to be like coming back from a extended... I mean, they're, they're weird at the start of the season, aren't they? It's like you've had a big pre-season. But this is going to be even more weirder because you, you, people can't... Teams can't train together... Uh, like you would do in your your preseason, you know, lead up to the season and that. So it's going to be such a weird. Certainly, the first three games going to be not really going to make hard. a difference to us because it looks like no, we it, it, I, I've actually never. Well, I think it might help us to be honest. I've, well, I'm, I'm just going to say I've not given this any thought whatsoever yet. But would is this break actually going to going to help us? I think how, it will. How much is this break going to affect teams' mentality? Because when when you're top of the league. You want to be playing week in, week out. When you're bottom of the league and fighting, you don't want to be playing. You want time to work on things. All right, we're in isolation at the moment. We're not training with each other. But when it comes back, if the players have been ticking over in the right way and things like that, it could genuinely help us to have an upturn in fortunes. Is that then uh, going to be fair for the other teams? <laughs> I think it's more going to bring probably teams sort of down to our level a little bit because they, they obviously we, we've had a problem for a lot of the season with fitness now. Obviously, yes, you can put players on individual sort of fitness regimes and hope they stick to it, but probably they, probably they won't, not to the extent that they need to. But you're going to have that at every single football club. So when it comes back to it, every team's probably going to be in it. So all, all of it, everyone's going to be a bit of out of sorts. So I think actually it's probably going to benefit us and the lower teams down there because everyone's just it's just going to be a really weird finish of the season. It's, uh, it, it is. It's going to be very weird, especially when we're all at St George's Park playing oh three days. games in, in, in a day. Eight aside, it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I don't think there's a, a better way to do it. Uh, It'd be great because then, you, even if you put it on like when you're watching Championship football in midweek and you've got multiple games going off on one night, yeah, and you can do the multi-choice, yeah, you could literally have a commentator at every pitch, yeah. You didn't. We nec- could bring back Mansfield Matters commentary. Yes. We'll cover we all, all the Mansfield games. I yeah, think. Mansfield. Yeah, we could podcast live these games. So we, we, now... could, we could be sitting there slagging off why Cochrane has decided to uh, take off CJ and and bring on like uh, I don't know, bring on like Charlesley and yeah. It's probably but, justified to be honest with CJ. <laughs> but yeah, but you know you get the point. Like why? why More importantly, by then I think uh, Amari Sterling James's loan would have ended. So yeah, Amari would be back. He's Ooh, back. Yeah. yeah. See Amari in tournament football. Now you're getting coming around to I'm the on, idea. I'm right? on board. I'm on board. Yeah. Mad See? skills. I knew we'd get Nathan on board by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yes, but then also someone like don't Alice, ruin it. Then someone like Alistair Smith, who hasn't found a place in the team at the moment, has got roots in futsal. Winner. We might win something, Nath. I think you're getting a bit carried away now. 
we could win the COVID yeah, but Cup. Just think how lethal someone like CJ with his pace would be. Yeah. Like, like, on a smaller pitch, that's worse because it's not that. No. Yeah, yeah, but, but, you, you yeah but there's no offsides in either side. Leave CJ I up, right? We're in the corner. We get get it clear. What is it? Rush well, goalie as well. Ch- at no, it. no, goalkeeper can't come out the D. Yeah. Yeah, goalkeeper's got to stay in the D. Might as well just go five aside at this. Mate, five aside's even better. Why, FIFA, why not? Why don't we do FIFA Street while we're at it? Yes. That I'm is behind, I'm behind walls. that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm well behind these ideas. Retro retro football gaming. On it. A way of finishing this season. What what an idea. I, I, Nathan's on board. I can see it. I can sense it. <laughs> Which one are you on board with, though? FIFA mm. Street. Nah, no. Mm. No. It wouldn't sell as well. No. But a tournament would. A tor- yeah, it tournament would. football yeah. would. Yeah, because yeah, you'd be able to start to sell so much better. Because we have to we have to find some light at the end of the tunnel. If we just if we're just going, right, the games will just carry on and it'll just be as normal, it might run into December or whatever. That's just gonna be boring. <laughs> Quick, easy way to get rid of this hell and come out of self isolation and come out of this social distancing in a way which is positive, fun, quick, energizing and moreover entertaining. Yes. On board, he's on board. We could absolutely smash out the sponsorship as well. You could sell it for millions on TV. Yeah, it would get, it would get, you know, money back into football. It would repair clubs. It would get us back on a, a good footing. It'd get the entertainment value back in football. It'd be brilliant. I, I can't see a floor in this plan anymore. Brilliant. Anyway, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna throw one more stupid idea into the mix, and this this is for a laugh. And I'll come on to why it's a laugh at the end of the show. Uh, but you mentioned something earlier about having to finish the games and things like that. How, here's the other question, how do you finish the fixtures? Do you reschedule the whole fixture calendar to try and fit them in? Or do you just pick up where you left off? Now, picking up where you left off is a bit more difficult because, you know, we were supposed, can we still travel to Salford on a Tuesday? Now, here's the way. Schools and everything more broader, they're now closing. They'll, they'll be closed by the time that this podcast goes out. People are going to have been forced to work from home like I am. I'm not in self-isolation. I'm just working from home because the one core stadium is shut. If I was in self-isolation, these two wouldn't be with me to record this podcast. Correct. Um, Maybe. Definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't allow it for one. Because I do actually care about you for, for some oh, stupid reason. He's a responsible adult. No, that's just a cheap way of saying he doesn't want to see us. Yeah, probably. Also true. Um, <laughs> but the point is, everybody's society is going to lose so much time. So has anybody seen Men in Black? Yes. Nath? Yes. What's the thing that they call, which they, they press and it goes into their eyes and they forget everything? Wipes the memory, basically. Oh, neuralizer. Neuralizer. I've right. seen it for a while. Right. So. so everyone's going to come together in a mass gathering or they're going to get Darren Brown on the phone or whatever to do some mind-blowing crap right? and basically hypnotise people to go back to the point where it was the 29th of February and everything goes back to that point. So it could be the 14th of December when this happens, but everything shifts back to the 29th of February and you pick up where you left off. Work, pay, holidays, um, events, etc., etc., etc. It just picks up from that point. And then you play out the season, you've lost nothing. You've lost nothing whatsoever and you just pick up where you left off and this whole period of COVID-19, coronavirus, being stuck at home, social isolation, panic buying, bog roll and all that, it never happened because we've all been neuralised and memories wiped and it just picks up from that point. Great idea. You know on our podcast, do we always talk this much bollocks? 
<laughs> yeah, yes, we I'm do. I'm a bit concerned. Yes, we do. It's a little bit more structured, Sorry, but it's still, yeah, it's still full of shit. It's, 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 it's... This is what happened when we don't have football. Yeah. Craig yeah. goes off on tangents. Cam comes up with I'm also going to have to throw a language ideas. warning into, into this podcast now. Well, we'll just, just that's, bleep that's it. Two, two that's two swear words, don't I say far. That's, yeah, that, that's just effort. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, we'll... we'll, we'll Figure a way but then again, it's going out on a Saturday at three o'clock where you would be surrounded by swearing anyway. Yes. Yeah. The refer. No, let's not do that. Yes. <laughs> Who's that? No, better not. Um, yes, I like it. Good, good, good save. Good save. What an idea, though. Neuralize everyone. Goes back to February the 29th. Play the fixtures as you were. One floor. These these podcasts never existed. One floor. And, and <laughs> <laughs> no floors, mate. One, no, one floor with this plan. Everything else is flawless. It's perfect. The season, like physical weather seasons, would be completely messed up. We'd be finishing the season in December. In December. Ah, ah well, but I've now. always wanted a but, summer, summer football season. But we'd have fu- football, we'd, our pre-season would be over the spring, and the start of the Which season would be beginning of June. Perfect. I'd love to sit there yeah, but, without a coat on. Like, but just the, the shirt, thing is, Nathan, sunbathe. Right. You, in June, July and August, always go on holiday anyway, so you're never here. I'd also do in September, yeah, October, but the point, November. The, the point <laughs> is, it wouldn't be June, July and August. It would be February. The whole country would go back to February the yes, 29th. Yes, it would, but the weather would And be we different. would go from there. doesn't matter about the weather being different. And I'll tell you why it doesn't matter about the weather We're being different. We're just going different. back to the start of the outbreak, though. No, no. The outbreak wouldn't happen, would it? Because you, it, that's gone. You just pick up where you've left off. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why uh, it doesn't happen. It's because... It doesn't matter about the weather because the weather changes every season anyway. Sometimes we've had snow in March. Who yes. remembers Notts County away when we went through four seasons of weather in 90 <laughs> minutes? Yeah. You know I've got a point now. That was two years ago. By the way, Stag's Facebook, there's uh, a load of videos. If you get bored, go and watch that. Yeah. I know, but seriously, weather doesn't matter, does it, Nate? I think this is another option which the EFL need to, and the, the countries are yeah, holding then, to think about. Stop. Yeah, but then when we're looking forward to the end of the season and the playoffs... It'd be absolutely Baltic because it'd be December. No, it wouldn't. It would be August. No, it'd be May because that's the time. Ev- the whole co- you've got to think about this yes, logically. Time would and dates would, but physical weather. Who cares about physical we- <laughs> physical weather? Yeah, but who wants to sit? Look, is this a weather podcast? All right. Are all right, we sitting right. here and saying, "Oh, the weather, the weather on Sunday is going to be four knots over forty-four and well, it's more entertaining than the football at the minute. Well, yeah, but it's not a weather podcast. It doesn't matter about the weather. The point is, we'd scrap all this crap. This podcast would have never happened. All of this crap of being stuck indoors and having to play FIFA tournaments and football manager and letting off a flare in your bedroom when you score a last minute winner on football manager and putting Seems. together stupid ideas yeah. for tournaments yeah. and that yeah. No. Yeah. no no genius idea but all of it would not matter because the whole country would revert to this point nobody would be out of pocket everybody would be fine I, I thought yada, it only yada, took yada. away your memory not so, so now it's also putting money back in your pocket yeah it, it, this is it, an incredible machine it's by the a way. world reset if you watch things like Torchwood, Doctor Who and all of that, it's real. You know it's happened in the past and it could happen for real. If you believe in conspiracy theories, you know, the Simpsons technically predicted coronavirus. So who, who's, who's to say that that couldn't happen for real? No? I'm done. I think At this time I do have to disagree with you. <laughs> I think that's probably a, a good point, a good part in this podcast to say 
we are deeply, deeply missing football and it's leading to conversations of pure stupidity and ridiculous uh, releasing brilliant this. ideas it's a, to the stage that i'm actually hoping i'm on lockdown next week well they, oh, there thanks, you go too, uh, i think that's pretty much it for this week because if we keep talking we will waste all of the good content we've got however um cam made a good point earlier and i'm not talking about the tournament because really? that was an excellent point that's brilliant um he made a good point in terms of saying about what leighton oring are doing they're raising the money to uh, to go towards mental health charities and, and things like that during this part. The worst part of self-isolation and the situation nationally and that we find ourselves in is the battle with mental health. People have got fears over pay. People have got fears over job security, paying bills, things like that. Um, around this table, for example, Nathan owns his own business. He's not quite sure how that's going to pan out with the way things are going. Cam, for example, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, has, has technically lost his job at the moment. We'll just see how things be- go. Because there's no work there. Yeah. Um, I'm all right at the minute. I'll be fine this month. But next month, because schools are shut, that has a knock-on effect uh, for me. Um, and I'm sure it does for you guys uh, as well at home. It's very testing, um, this isolation, this working from home and things like that. It's very testing on your mental health. And that's a main reason why we wanted to do uh, this podcast and, and bring you something every Saturday afternoon to try and cheer you up and try and put a smile on your face. Because this arguably, I don't know how you feel generally, Nath, but for me, I think it's one of the toughest times in our lifetime which we're we're currently facing. It's much more about a mental battle as it is a physical health battle, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, we've never had anything like this before, certainly in our generation. So, um, and, and, and self isolation is important, but the the word that that's important that that's relevant here is is isolation because that's what we're doing for a good reason, but also you're isolating yourself from the rest of the world in a sense. So. I think it's important for, for people like us to, to carry on producing stuff like this and then for you people at home to, to enjoy it, get in touch, you know, keep messaging, whether it's tweeting us through, you know, to Mansfield Matters, MTFC Matters or dropping a message on the Facebook page. There's, there's, although we're isolated in person, we're certainly not through the beauty of the internet. We can still communicate that way. So do talk. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a thing where talking is paramount. Yes, there are worries uh, for people, for relatives and things like that. Yes, there are uh, panic buying and, and situations like that where the government are having to take control and, and try and put measures in place to try and make it equal for everyone. One thing we can do, I remember Monday evening, there's a drama currently on ITV called Liar. Um, I watched that Monday night and the end of it, I was in tears. Not because of the drama, but because I came to the realisation that for one hour, I wasn't thinking about potentially losing my job or what was going to happen. Am I going to be able to pay my bills, put a roof over my head and things like that. For one hour, I was taken away from reality and just enjoyed myself and got wrapped up in thinking about different things, which is why... This podcast has rambled a little bit. We know it's rambled a little bit, but why we wanted to make that pledge at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon to bring you guys fresh content every single Saturday-ish until football comes back because it's the happiest time of the week. Football is what has brought us three together. Football is what's connected us with you guys listening at home as well. So for you, our message is just stay safe, but stay positive. In a world where you can be absolutely anything, be sensible, be safe. 
We'll see you again next Saturday at three o'clock on the nose, probably. Um, make sure you're following Mansfield Matters on social media at MTFC Matters on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters and following on our website as well, mtfcmatters.co.uk where we'll post blogs and little bits of stuff through the week where we can as well to try and keep you entertained and keep the spirits up. We'll have lots of different content coming up. If you want to get involved, send us a DM. Set, drop us a comment, whatever. Get in touch with one of us three and, and we'll sort it out. If you want to get involved, please do so. Take yourself away from that world of negativity and from a place where you don't want to be. Let's get through this and let's ultimately come together and get to a place where we can all sit together at St. George's Park as we watch that tournament unfold <laughs> and we laugh about it and we smile and proceed with a smile on our face. Um, Cam, your message to everyone before we wrap things up? Uh, everyone, just uh, stay safe. And I know everyone has all their favouritism when it comes to like who they follow political-wise. Just please follow what the government is saying. Wash your hands. Uh, keep the social distancing in place. Uh, don't panic by only buy what you need be considerate um uh, try, try, try and avoid social contact so if you want a drink go to the supermarket when you do your usual shop and buy something don't go to the pub or whatever yes it's going to be damaging for our country but if it means that we stay safe and avoid people from getting ill and potentially dying then it is something that we've got to do so wash your hands regularly avoid contact with elderly or vulnerable people if you can um and those that are on our front lines our fire our health our health service and our police service a massive thank you for everything that you do and and please just keep doing what you're doing Strange times we live in. That was sense from Cam Felton. Uh, Nathan Edge, your message to, to the listeners and to everybody at home as we try and get through uh, what is probably the most testing time in our lifetime thus far. Yeah, just reiterating what, what Cam's just said there. Uh, obviously, it's going to be challenging for everyone and, and, and for all different circumstances, but the bottom line is, uh, is your health. So look after your loved ones uh, however you can um, and... and as we've said earlier, it's going to be a tough time both physically and, and psychologically. So make sure you, you try and stay positive as much, as much as you can. And if you're not, still pick up your phone. You can still ring people. You can still text people. You can still message people. So pick it up and talk because um, even when things are going okay and we're not in the situation like we are now, you know, things can still get on top of you and it's going to be making it, it's making it a lot harder. But there's always somebody out there to listen, so do do that. Fantastic. The words there of Nathan Edge. Uh, from me, Craig Priest, thank you very much for listening and downloading this podcast. Please give it a like, subscribe if you're new, and obviously share it and all of that stuff, and make sure you come back to us next week. Now, we don't know how things are going to play out, so this could be the last time that, as a three, we are physically able to sit in the same room. But the pledge remains the same. We will bring you some form of content. I'm fortunate enough to have set up a studio at home. We're fortunate enough to have phones and be able to contact each other. We will bring you something in some way, shape or form. So please like, please subscribe, please stick with us. And more importantly, look after your friends, look after your family. 
be open, be honest. If you need to talk to someone, talk to someone, get the right numbers. We'll put those in all the descriptions and everything as well. It is a time which is important not to bottle things up. It's a time where mental health is going to be the most tested thing out there at the moment. And hopefully in this podcast today, as stupid as it's been from playing the season out in FIFA tournaments to playing it out at St. George's Park in what is a genius idea, which nobody can argue with, um, it's all just a bit of fun to come together and unite through football. We'll see you at the happiest time of the week for a football fan, which will always be the same. Why? Because Mansfield matters, and more importantly, your mental health does too. See you next time. For now, here is the final whistle. I hope that you enjoyed that little rambling podcast. Sorry about the swearing. And I'm sorry that it went on a little bit too long as well. Did it? No, it didn't. Everybody loves a laugh. We really enjoyed it. Stay tuned to our website, mtfcmatters.co.uk, for more great content coming soon. We thought, however, the final whistle would become a different feature every week as soon as the uh, the bed is finished. There's a little bit of extra content for you guys to enjoy. This week, it comes in the form of a song. Not from me. I'm uh, sure you'd be glad to hear on Facebook, I was scrolling through the other day and noticed a post in the QBlock group on there, if I'm sure you've seen it uh, doing the rounds. Back in the day, you may remember, uh, there was a, a man wearing a cape doing some silly little ditties who called himself the Yellow Pimpernel. Well, yesterday, I stumbled upon this post from Craig Gittins in the QBlock group, which read, Some of you won't remember and most won't know, but during the dark days of Haslam, the Yellow Pimpernel was born. He wore a mask, a yellowed bedsheet for a cape, a pair of pit boots and a pair of his wife's blue knickers. His aim was to overthrow the Dark Lord through the power of song and dance. Few knew his identity, but I have to confess now that it was me. The costume has long since been packed away with the exception of my wife's knickers, which I still wear on Sundays. However, during these troubled times, I thought that I'd temporarily come out of retirement in the hope that I can make a few fellow staggies smile. Stay safe. Well, when I heard it, it certainly made me smile and I have to admit it's been stuck in my head ever since. I said to Cam and Nathan once we finished the recording, had they heard it? Neither of them had. I played it and they were singing it all the way home. So what better way to end our first podcast, the best time of the week, three o'clock on a Saturday, with a nice little song about the stags and of course, tongue in cheek about COVID-19. Yellow Pimpernel, take it away my friend. Poor county, having to isolate average age of 
Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.